This episode of the Press Rewind Prince Zerk's podcast, I'm going to be covering the 1999 era vault track, You're All I Want. This was part of the, uh, the 1999 Super Deluxe release that came out in 2019, so it's yet another song from that release that we got a few years ago now. According to Prince Vault, You're All I Want was recorded again at Sunset Sound Studios in Hollywood in early January 82, similar to the last episode song, Turn It Up. And these were during the same sessions that Prince was recording songs for What Time Is It, such as Gigolos Get Lonely 2, and then another song that ultimately ended up being unreleased until he reworked it later, song Bold Generation. And like Delirious and Horny Toad, two songs that were recorded a little bit later, but ultimately found release either on the 1999 album proper or as the b-side to delirious which is what horny toad was this song also has a bit of a rockabilly sound to it it's more guitar based than keyboard based like delirious and horny toad but um i just find it interesting that this time frame early 82 prince was kind of experimenting with different styles a little bit just to see what was going to stick. Rockabilly, his rockabilly phase was in full effect here, uh, 81, 82. It wouldn't last super long, but, you know, this is an example of that, and this is one of the songs that was recorded in that style. And there's some sonic similarities with Delirious and Horny Toad. I think the bass line is kind of similar between this song and Delirious, and then there's um, a synth a bit of synth similarities between the song and Horny Toad. There's also apparently a version of the song with Kim Upshur, which is a former girlfriend of Prince's, on vocals. And this this has led to speculation that this could have been thought of for the Hookers slash Vanity Six project that he was still kind of conceptualizing around this time. We don't know that for a fact, but... Um, the fact that he had a, a woman sing lead on this song is a pretty solid indicator, unless he also was thinking maybe Kim would have an album, like he was thinking of her as a potential protege. I, I don't know. There's been not a lot of lot of um, reports around that being a reality, but you just never know, right? And Prince's studio engineer at the time, uh, Peggy McCreary, has told a story about how Prince recorded the song on her birthday in January of 82. And instead of giving her the day off for her birthday, he gave her this song. And the song was basically hers for for many, many years until Warner Brothers, of course, decided to include this on the 1999 Super Deluxe. And then once it was officially released, then it, you know, it's kind of no longer really her song and her song only. Uh, now it's all of our songs, but I think at this point it's been 40 years, and it was almost 40 years by the time it was released in 2019, so she had it for a while, and it's time to give it up. <laughs> so the, so we're going to be talking about You're All I Want. The other little interesting bit of, bit of trivia about this song is that it was dusted off in, in 1989 for for Eric Leeds to play saxophone on, for the potential unreleased third Madhouse album. 
which is strange. That's strange to me that this was considered for a Madhouse album that ultimately went unreleased. Um, he, Leeds would work on it again in, in 91, potentially either for like another solo album of his, or I don't know, but he worked on it again in 91, and that's, that version's unreleased too. And this song, You're All I Want, was selected, but we don't know which version, but it was selected for inclusion on what would have been Crystal Ball number two, Crystal Ball part two. We don't know if we would have gotten the version that we got on the 1999 Super Deluxe. We don't know if we would have gotten the one with Kim Upshur's vocals. We don't know if we would have gotten the one with Eric Leeds. And that was made in the early 90s. I don't know. We don't know. All we know is You're All I Want was supposed to be on that Crystal Ball 2, and it ultimately never came to fruition. Lyrically speaking, the song is very simple. It's a, it's a very sweet, kind of borderline even saccharine song from a lyrical standpoint there's not a lot of um not a lot of lyrical depth here and prince is singing very straightforwardly there's not a lot of hidden meanings either Ever since the day we met, feel like a baby on Christmas Day. Happy is all I get whenever you come my way. The sky's another shade of blue whenever you go outside. The bed never rains on you, your beauty personified. So he's happy. I think we get the impression here that Prince is singing from a very happy place. And he definitely doubles down on uh, the imagery. You know, baby on Christmas Day, like a lot of... Uh, imagery and examples of of happiness and things that are examples and imagery that that imply joy imply imply happiness imply satisfaction a baby on christmas day uh, the sky being blue meaning it's not cloudy it's not hazy you know you can see the blue sky you can see the sunshine never rains on you so again Somebody getting rained on all the time is another way of saying somebody's got, you know, um, a rain cloud hanging over them, their dour personality, or they just have a lot of negativity that surrounds them all the time. Your beauty personified, he says. So he's just head over heels, head over heels completely for her. And that's what we get in the first verse. never been sweet on candy but you're as sweet as they come money never comes in handy because i can never buy half the fun i get when i'm with you baby you're all i want so it's a sweet sentiment you know money isn't something that is useful with her he doesn't feel like he needs material things um and he certainly doesn't need to have other enjoyment in his life besides her like she fulfills everything like i never been sweet on candy because you're as sweet as they come doesn't like literally mean i don't need to buy candy because you're so sweet i get that to to take that to mean like he doesn't need 
anyone else. His eyes don't wander. He's not straying because she's so amazing, so sweet, so beautiful. And he doesn't need to go to any other candy shops to get what he needs. He's got it right here. And his money is useless because he doesn't need to go buy fun. He doesn't need to have throw big parties. He doesn't need to go on you know, expensive vacations or buy a lot of material things to make him happy. Because none of it's going to make him nearly as happy as he is when he's with her. Because you're all I want. He doesn't desire other people. He doesn't desire other things to make him happy. And that's ultimately the sentiment of the song, as far as I'm concerned. Ever since the day I kissed you, it's all that's been on my mind. Honey, I can't resist you. I want you all the time. At night, I get those dreams, the kind you don't talk about. Just makes me want to scream. Girl, I want to love you inside out. So this is the only verse that maybe has a line that could be considered racy. Uh, when he says, at night, I get those dreams, the kind you don't talk about. Especially since he wrote a song very soon after this called Wet Dream that was on the Vanity Six album. I think we kind of know what he's talking about here. So ever since they've kissed, so basically ever since they've been intimate or been a couple, she's been all that's on his mind. And he wants her all the time. So it's just kind of, again, the same sentiment as the first verse, the same sentiment as the as the chorus, just in different using different words. I want to love you inside out. He's just, everything about her is, is what he's looking for. The, the chorus is the same again. I've never been sweet on candy, but you're as sweet as they come. Money never comes in handy because I can never buy half the fun I get when I'm with you, baby. You're all I want. Now work out. And then we've got a little rockabilly breakdown here. It says do, 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 do. It's, you know, so it's, again, he's just jamming along to the song. I like to you walk, baby. Like the way you walk, baby, but in a nutshell, listen. Ain't no kind of maybe, baby, you're the one for me. Your body just drives me crazy, crazier than anyone should be. You got to be my lover, I'm talking about the good thing. Can't wait any longer, I want you so bad, I got to sing. You know, he's got that, she's got that good thing. <laughs> Whatever it is, you know, the way she acts, the way she walks, the way she makes love. The good thing is what he's all about in the song, and, and she just, again, personifies all of that. Not just the beauty, but just everything good everything that he could want in another person she seems to be it for him 
and it's got it's got kind of that new love vibe to me like this is a song that you present to your girlfriend of maybe a, a month or two when you're truly like in love and you get it you know you're not questioning it anymore you're not sure if it's for real you're not waiting for the other shoe to drop and some sort of you know bad behavior or bad habit to uh, kind of rear its ugly head and, and, and sour the, the relationship. He's very much into her. And this is every single line in the song is intended to express that. You're the one for me. Your body describes me crazy, crazier than anyone should be. Um, this, this verse seems to be a little bit more about the physical, I think, than the other verses. First verse was a little more uh, innocent, just like, here's all the the reasons why you or this is how happy i am happier than baby at christmas and you know your beauty you're beautiful but then as the song progresses he talks a little bit about those dreams that you don't want to talk about because she's so attractive and then the third verse he's just like it's your your body drives me crazy like i am so physically attracted to you you've got to be my lover i'm talking about the good thing can't wait any longer so again i think from an innocent standpoint, I don't even know if they've had sex. He's he's so enamored with her at this point, but I believe from the language used in this third verse that he's still kind of anticipating that sexual connection. He thinks that it's going to be amazing. Like, he can't stop thinking about it, but I don't think they've done it. I can't wait any longer. I want you so bad. So it's either that they haven't done it yet and he can't wait, or... They have, and he loved it so much that he can't wait to do it again. Potentially either one. But the line, um, you got to be my lover, kind of tells me a little bit that maybe they haven't yet. He's trying to convince her you're the one for me, so let's let's do this. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's, that's, you're all I want. It's, he repeats the, the chorus again. Like I said, it's a very straightforward song lyrically not a lot uh, of depth here to dissect and discuss it's just a simple boy meets girl boy is enamored with girl boy wants to sleep with girl boy wants to tell her in every way possible in every way imaginable that she's beautiful gorgeous amazing has the biggest boner for her and he can't wait <laughs> <laughs> can't wait to share his affections with her that's what i get from you're all i want nothing else matters except for being with her so that's all i got for this song pretty quick and easy slam dunk of an episode so thanks for listening this has been the presser wine prince lyrics podcast i've been your host jason brenninger presserwine.net for the show it's on YouTube, I'm on Twitter, and until next time, thank you very much and goodbye. Mm-hmm.